0: Welcome to the Simply Home Podcast, where we educate, inspire, and entertain real estate entrepreneurs seeking a casual and practical podcast. We're here to simplify your life and business.
1: You can find growth anywhere, and as long as you have an open mind and take those opportunities to learn, then you're going to grow from it.
2: The easiest thing, too, is just always being in your zone of genius, what you are passionate about and are good at.
0: The mindset shift is drastic when you're when you're thinking of I am this person as opposed to I want to become or one day I will be is is huge.
3: I feel like a lot of real estate companies have been putting a focus on themselves basically. I've, recently we've been putting it on the agents and that's when our socials have been doing the best. Mm. It's become really personal and we've gotten a lot more traction.
0: And eating is boring. Eating is boring. Uh, it's a waste of time. It is. So, all right. So this, this episode of the Simply Home Podcast, we're talking about connecting. Now, it's, it's going to be tough not to get into the woo, woo-woo of connecting with people. We want to get into some higher level talk. The woo-woo? Talk, the woo-woo. Yeah. You know, the woo-woo, like he, real heady principle stuff. Like it, I think everybody knows that connecting with, with people is valuable. Right, that's that's not. De-
2: I hate people, but it's important.
0: <laughs> I absolutely. Well,
2: this is why you and my wife get along. <laughs> you both hate people. So I don't like,
1: actually.
2: Uh, you you usually, don't
0: sometimes. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> people are people. I like this guy. The hexagon. Yeah. Oh, the nice. the geometric. Yeah, yeah. Think about that. Was all page. I say there's a lot more than eight sides. Yeah. A lot of sides. Lots. Dodecahedron. (laughs) It's like (laughs) it's like my personality. (laughs) Uh, It's not a dodecahedron. So, but anyway, so obviously it's important. We know that. But what I
1: like to do this just with Kyle because if I put it right here, he starts hearing the buzz from
0: the RF interfering with the line, and he keeps moving it. I had to move it three times. I don't hear it. I'm glad. Well, I think we have the noise gate on you now, so it should not. Oh, that's probably what's wrong with my audio. I don't know. Did he have it on before? Yeah,
2: <laughs> nothing's
0: changed. Some <laughs> solid lies. content. Solid content, guys. We're <laughs> Everything is content. <laughs> Everything is awesome. So, it's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is. So we're here with, with Sean, Mike, you, Sarah Wiley, Brett Rutkowski. We're all here, and Grant, our producer, Grant. We're Kyle, man. And and me, Kyle, man. <laughs> so we're, we're talking about connecting with people. We have a, a couple different topics. I, I first want to know, how do you connect with somebody for the first time when you're meeting them for the first time? How is it that you and I and I, I fully believe that everybody is, is I mean, we're not all extroverts. If you read, you know, books about connecting with other people, usually it's written by an extrovert giving extrovert advice. So I think that's one thing, Sean, that you've said multiple times is that, especially when it comes to real estate agents and how they do lead gen. And this is true with any business uh, business owner, anybody who has a business, how you, what you do to connect with other people or reach out to people varies based on your personality.
1: Yep. I agree.
0: What, what are the, so when you- I agree with myself. I agree <laughs> with myself, I agree with that point. <laughs> Um, but I mean, how How do do you, how do you connect? How does Sean connect with somebody? So Sean had to learn how to connect because,
1: um, I am the epitome of an introvert. If I could just sit at home and work from home and not have to deal with people all the time, I would do that. Um, I had a boss when I was uh, 14 years old. Um, and he knew that I hated to talk on the phone. He knew I hated all of it, honestly. Um, but he forced me. He said, "I will fire you if you do not every single day pick up the phone and call surrounding airports and ask them what their fuel prices are." And I was like shaking, like shaking at the thought. And so then after that job, I started to get more comfortable with people, like different types of people. I had different people fly on in different types of airplanes and business jets and this, that, and the other. And you started interacting with different types of personalities, um, and at the end of the day, there's just a breakdown of everyone's kind of the same, no matter how much they try to be different. And um, but then the big push for me was when I got into door-to-door sales, there's no other option but to learn how to connect and connect quick. And if you knock on someone's door, you're a clown if you just stand there and stare at them, like you can't, you have to engage. And so I got really good between knocking on doors and interviewing people. When I was 19, I was interviewing people and taking them out. And the entire interview process was they would come in, they would have a first round interview in the office, and then they would qualify for a second round interview. And that was you had to put a stranger in your car and take them out and go door to door with them for eight hours and keep them entertained the entire time and also show them that they could be successful. And there's nothing more challenging than putting a stranger in your car for eight freaking hours and like not running out of things to talk about. And so I religiously fell back into Fords. Family, occupation, recreation, Mm -hmm. dreams, desires, school, sports, and success. And for me, connecting with another human being is as simple as finding what they like to talk about. That's it. Because it doesn't matter what you want to talk about because they don't care. Yeah. They only care what they want to talk about. Um, and so if you ask them questions, he who asks the questions controls the conversation. If you ask them questions, um, and let them talk, they will think the absolute world of you and you can say five words. And that's the trick of connecting with people really, um, is simply just ask them questions until they find something. And once you find it, you know, you found it, right? Like you ask the question and you know that you have found the thing that they love to talk about because they will not shut up about it. They will go mm-hmm. on. It's me and airplanes, yeah. right? Like bring up airplanes. I'll talk your head off about it. Yeah, um, It's it's you and in, in technology video stuff, right? Like you get to get down that like channel of like things that you love to talk about. And you like, you call it nerding out, quote unquote. Um, but it's just something that you enjoy. Yeah. And the reality is if you just sit there, if, if I just sat there and just listened to you talk for three hours about stuff that you love to talk about, you would go home and say to your wife, I love Sean. He's yeah. so awesome. And I didn't do anything. All I did was listen, right? Yeah. And and that's, to me, that's been the art of connecting.
0: Yeah, um, quite literally, I, I think it starts with one feeling. I think it also starts with your own self-value. The feeling that you have something to offer somebody else and acknowledging that that person also has value and the things that they love to talk about. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I think if you get them to talk about themselves, they'll, they'll talk about themselves. Yeah. Brett, how do you, when you're approaching somebody new, whether in business or socially, how do you, how do you connect with somebody? How do you find ways to connect with somebody? First impressions, very important. Mm -hmm. I think we all agree that that's kind of the most important moment. So how do you, how do you tackle that? Yeah. So for me, I, I grew up like
2: literally going from state to state, city to city with my dad being the, in, in the, In the military right in the navy and so i had no choice yeah 14 years right so i had no choice but to find people to connect to quickly right i had to learn that if not like you, you just go you're by yourself right so yeah i had to get really good at making friends and for me it always, like what Sean said, it always came down to them, right? Not necessarily, yeah, we always want to be selfish at some point and be like, hey, I want to talk about me too, right? But in the end, coming, actively listening to people and understanding what they want to talk about, right? You talked about you love airplanes. My father loves airplanes. I swear to you, I've had multiple friends, multiple people that have come. Does your dad ever talk? Yeah, he'll talk if you get, if you talk to him about airplanes. Mm. Right? Yeah. That's it. You talking about airplanes or football? He's he'll in. talk he won't stop talking. <laughs> but it's how how can you write ask the right questions up front quickly to to find out what they're looking for, right? And so, you know, we have the simply connect and stuff like that. For me, I don't know most of the agents, but we all have one thing in common when we go there, which is real estate. Right, We all have one thing in common that I know so I can talk to them about their real estate business and then let the conversation go where it goes. So if you get into a conversation or somebody that you don't know, no, not having any intention of where you want that conversation to go other than getting to know that person. Yeah. Right. If you can do what Sean said, find out uh, what they like, what they do for a living, stuff like that, the conversation, but let them speak. Right. That's the biggest thing is just quickly... How can you find the one thing that you have right now in common? It could be a bracelet that we have together, right? Like that we both have the same. Or yeah. you walked up to me the other day, Sean, like, oh, let me see your watch. We could have sat yeah. there for an hour talking about watches, yeah, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I um, It's funny. Like, If you think about uh, certain individuals, um, like we have this couple that we've hung out with a few times. Um, and there's just kind of a, a, s- a known way to approach conversation in that relationship because the first period of time in conversation is going to be that person updating us about everything about their life. Mm -hmm. And so you listen and then you get to eventually get to a point where the conversation goes to something different. Um, And it's interesting if you, if you take that approach of like, if I walked up to Grant Um, and I just started spewing everything about me and how everything is great for me, Grant's going to go home and be like, God, Sean's such an asshole. Because (laughs) nobody gives a shit. He's such a narcissist. (laughs) Yeah. Like nobody cares. Um, And in one of our core values at the company is people first always. Mm. And I think you have to have that mindset in connection and you have to have that mindset in success of if you focus on the human connection, that's the only business we're in. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. All business is yeah. just connecting with people. A company is nothing more than a group of people working towards a common objective. So how do you rally that group of people to get to that same goal? You make them feel empowered, you lift them up, you make them feel heard. Um, what's the dude's, the principal? Um, safe, loved and heard. The mm. Starts with an M. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, we'll I, Google that one. Yeah, I can't. Remember, <laughs> I can't remember. Um, but I mean, that's that's the core reality of what people want. They want to feel safe, loved, and heard. Mm-hmm, yeah. And in an opening conversation, the only thing you're able to offer that person is to make them feel heard, right. because everyone is so busy trying to tell their own story mm-hmm. that they're never listening to yours. Um, we had a we had a um, CEO update one day. It actually en- ended up in the bloopers. It was when uh, Sean and Kyle have a serious con- oh, whatever, yeah. <laughs> um, and it was like a real life thing for me though of of um of like that whole. I just completely lost my entire train of thought. Um, I went into the the voice and I lost the entire.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I've been ha- yeah. <laughs> I've been. Sa- I told you earlier, so I. <laughs> Last like three days, I'm having having these horrible brain farts where I'm like, yeah, mid conversation, gone, and then I stop talking. Yes, <laughs> my sister in law is in town, and and we're on the way to dinner, and we're talking, and I, st- I stop talking. She goes, "Did you just have a seizure? <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you okay?" <laughs> Yeah, it's like,
1: just gone. Like, yeah, it's just lost everything. I, was like, oh, yeah, okay, I completely yeah. forgot what I was talking about <laughs>
0: mid-conversation. I don't even remember the, like, what I was saying before. <laughs> Guys, I blacked out for a solid three minutes. <laughs>
2: I did this more. Well, I did it earlier with Swy. So I'm like, yeah, I forgot what I'm talking
1: about. <laughs> oh, I just got it back. There nice. Uh, when we were talking about... Um, everyone wants to tell their story. And I said something along the lines of like, let's make something worth telling. That's my my version of reality Mm -hmm. is the fact that what I've done so far isn't necessarily worth telling because like I compare it to my expectations for myself. Um, But the reality is there are billions of people out there and every single person has a story and nobody ever takes the time to just like slow down and listen to the story. And so if you did, imagine how deep of a connection you'd make with people if you actually took a few minutes of your time throughout the day and got off your socials and everything else and just look someone in the eyes and have a conversation and find that connect point or listen to their story or listen to their perspective or their point of view. And those are all things that are gonna make people respect you, appreciate you, become a quote unquote fan
0: um, because of how you make them feel. Yeah, I think especially, especially with younger. I know for me, me for when I first started in business, when I was talking and trying to connect with people, especially in a a sales situation, it's real hard, especially in the beginning when you're fighting for that paycheck. Your vision can get clouded when you're commission breath. Commission is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. Commission breath. breath. Yep. Yep. You 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 risk like and also too, especially when you're younger, you don't have this. I would say there are younger people. I wouldn't say all people. I've met some young people that have this perspective, but when you start looking at the long game of like how many times you are going to meet that same person or that person will know your name for the, like your reputation is until you die and beyond. So how you engage with somebody today, if it's transactional, that that it, it could die there. Like that relationship could die in that moment. So understanding especially if you're a younger agent or a younger entrepreneur knowing that when you connect with somebody you have to connect on a deeper level than just a transaction um, and there's when you first I when you first meet somebody there's a I want to take it a step back there was a study if you guys don't know who Vanessa van Vanessa, Vanessa van Edwards it's this one this book here Dude, nope. amazing she's she's she calls herself a recovering awkward person what's the name of the book uh, captivate um, New York Times bestseller seller. She's been on Tim Ferriss podcast. She's been on um Tim Bilew, I think his name is. Um and Tom his Billy? wife. Yeah, Tom. Mm-hmm. And she's got so much content out there. And she's somebody who's very analytical. She's very she's socially awkward. She's she's just somebody she loves. She gets off on to do lists and alphabetizing things. That's her deal. Mm-hmm. And, but what she did is she did, she takes science and she understands human behavior. And one of the things, if you are, if you are somebody who has a hard time with that first step or that first, like breaking the ice, uh, the, when you first have the conversation of, of, of trying to talk to somebody, you can use, she actually ranked the, like the most effective through science, through behavioral studies. They found that most people, uh, number one, was the highlight of your day? Like asking that question, and that's something I didn't realize I was doing until, in, you know, you get them to talk about themselves. Uh, what personal passion project are you working on? Have, has uh, Have anything exciting coming up in your life? So getting somebody to talk, it's just reinforcing. I'm just reinforcing the point you already made, but that's rooted in science and behavior that people want to talk about themselves. So if you need something to lean in, lean into. I was that person. I had to read books on how to be socially. Like I didn't know how to act in groups. Like I didn't know how to I'm I'm an introvert. I think I'm an ambivert. I think there's mm-hmm. some moments when I can go out and be in a social environment well, and that fuels switch. me. Yeah. Yeah, it 100%. Like uh, understanding your environment and being able to go in and but I also value my my alone time. I'm still an awkward person, but I've leaned into it a little bit more. <laughs> Um, and that's okay. And I, I had to read books on how to talk to people. And if that's who you are, then that's totally fine. I mean, that's six days, 50 to 70% of who you are in a social situation is dictated by your genes. So don't try to run away from who you are in a social environment. Try to lean into those strengths. And that's something that, again, like you talked about, like cold calling versus meeting somebody in person or you know, you, you can change your strategy based on who you are at, at, at your core, at your genetic core.
1: That's just, yeah. I had to study storytelling because genetically Mm -hmm. I love my mom. But, like, (laughs) when she would tell a story, sorry, mom. (laughs) Sorry, mom. When she would tell a story, she goes down like a rabbit hole of details that don't matter to the story. Um, and so, like, I started studying like comedians and stuff to like figure out delivery points and like how to shorten the story, still get the point across, and Mm -hmm. deliver. Um, but one thing to keep in mind like, when you go into a social setting, there's Oftentimes people just feel this anxiety toward that moment, right? They're like, God, I don't want to go. Like, what if everybody's blah, 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 but like whatever that internal dialogue is um, yeah. in, in that moment. Um, but the reality is everyone in that room is likely going through the same thing.
0: Yeah. Which is weird because we're social so, animals. Like yeah, that but, should be like the thing we want to do more than anything.
1: Right. But it's like it's one of those things that should help boost confidence to know that you're not the only person feeling that way or going Mm -hmm. through that. Um, And you know I'm I'm the worst. If I go into a big room of people that I don't know and it's not a company event, you will find me standing in the corner texting. The darkest corner I can find. The (laughs) darkest corner I can find. Until someone comes up to me and breaks the ice to me and then Mm -hmm. I'm good. But I am not gonna be the guy that breaks the ice. But then I flip that switch and if I'm putting on an event and there's 250 people there and it's my event, Completely different ball game. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's a weird mental thing. But, but for most people, I think people just get this major anxiety. They go to business networking events. They go to uh, open houses. They go to whatever they go to, and they walk in and they're timid and they're scared. But everyone else is timid and scared too. So just go start the conversation.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: See, I'm the complete opposite of you. Like, I'll go in and I'll I'm not gonna be like the center of attention, but I'll be the first person to walk in. Hey, how's it going? Let's you know, like break break that ice. Yeah. um so but they tequila all- then he's dancing on the dance floor exactly. yes. <laughs> <laughs> but there, there's also times though it depends and it really comes for me personally comes down to knowing what type of mood i'm in because then there's time like where my mind is at because there's times where i will walk into something and i'm shut down that was me last night Simply connect. I walked in
1: and I was just not mentally there. Yeah, Cause my to-do list was 7,000 miles long. I know that I'm out of office next week. I'm like, I gotta get this stuff done. I was having the hardest time connecting with people. And like, I actually left there last night going, I did a horrible job connecting with those two new girls in the company. I asked them about their business, asked them how they're liking it here. And I stopped the conversation full surface there instead of going into mm-hmm. like, so where are you from?
2: Yeah. yeah. Connect the easiest question, connect. Yeah.
1: I didn't connect. I failed. Well,
2: but you also, if if your intention, if your are te- I guess intentional, um, but if you're aware, that's what I'm looking for. See, the, bra- <laughs> the brain fart things. If you're aware of that, right, then be prior to getting to the, the connect, right, simply connect, getting to the event, you can do things to get yourself in the right state of mind. Yeah. Right. But, or you just stay home. It might have been. I'm not saying it ruined those connections with the two agents, but <laughs> might have
1: been better for you to stay at the office and of work, Sean. <laughs> but but, but, but true, it's true.
2: That's yeah. it, it, you have to be okay saying no to those things, right? And if you know that you're not going to be at your best and you're not going to really connect with anyone, and you can't get yourself out of that situ like that mindset, yeah, then just stay home, right? Yeah, um, don't talk to anyone. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like being okay with that, but. Yeah. It's like, for me, like I said, I'm the opposite of Sean. Like I go in and I want to speak to everyone. I just love talking. I love, I love connecting for me. It's just natural. It's not like, I can't go out and say, Oh, this is exactly how I connect with people. Mm -hmm. I just ask questions. Yeah. But most importantly, I try to make them heard, right. Acknowledging what they said. It's not necessarily about what the questions, but Allowing them to know that you heard what they said. Yeah. Right. Such Um, a pet peeve what? That when people when you
1: ask a question, you're so focused on how you're gonna respond instead of listening. Oh yeah. Uh, Total pet peeve.
2: Right. So like why you talk about airplanes. Oh, airplanes, what you know, and then ask a question about that, but you I heard you say airplanes, right? And so a lot of people just like, oh, how's your day? Oh, great. Oh, mine's okay too. The end. Like, yeah, <laughs> right? But, but that stops it. But, or you'll have this, that. oh, today was amazing, this, that, and the other. Great, what are you doing later? But mm. they don't acknowledge like, your, why your day was so, so great, right? Yeah. Like you're stopping half of the connection because people not only want to talk about themselves, but they want to be acknowledged. Mm. Acknowledge yep. that you are actually listening to them, right? Yeah. That's what, and, and I could get better at it too, but that's sales in general. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We teach all yeah. of ourselves, like even agents that 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 I work with and speak to, like they all have that commission breath. They want to be transactional,
3: mm-hmm.
2: but we're in a relationship business. If yeah. you can't get people to know, like, and trust you, you'll never do business with them. Or you'll do business one time and Once. that's it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right? I mean, people always talk about lead gen and stuff, and I'm like, don't. Like just focus on relationships, create raving fans, and then they'll lead gen for you. Mm-hmm.
0: Was it called a uh, tribe? Ding, ding, ding. Uh, the book called Tribe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's all about you create. Oh no, it's a uh, hundred raving fans. There's a book. Is it uh, a hundred or a thousand. 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 I think it's a thousand. Yeah. If you, if you get. Yeah.
1: Clearly, yeah, I need to read more.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Me too. Apparently, I got the title <laughs> wrong twice. <laughs> well, that's, that's Tom Bell, who started Quest, he—that's his book. No, no, no. Oh, okay. no. But he he talks about it in an interview where. He's like, I just went out. And I just wanted a thousand raving, uh, raving fans. Yeah. Again, uh, but he there, whoever I forget who the author was, but all he was focused on with Quest Nutrition was getting a thousand raving fans that would consistently buy stuff. Yeah. Because then they're going to go out
0: and be like, Oh, look at this amazing yeah. protein bar. Yeah. That doesn't happen if there's friendly. no connection. Co- correct. If you are right? not connecting genuinely with those people, that's. He didn't go
2: out and say, Oh, we're going to mass market to everyone. No, I just want a thousand Raven fans that mm-hmm. like continuously buy from me, and then we'll grow it from there. Yeah. Because they're going to go out, like you said, they're going to go out and lead gen for you. They're going to go out yep. and refer people to you. They're going to go out and give your product to people. Right.
0: Yeah. I think it's impossible to build something bigger than you if you are only focused on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't, if you are only focused on you and what you can get out of that transaction, you will forever be plagued with stagnant. Uh, uh, lack if of growth. if that
1: i mean yeah. stagnant's luck in yeah that, in that situation
2: um you said um oh, Here we go <laughs> <laughs>
1: well,
2: let's just not call this connect let's call this woo.
1: Yeah. oh forget yeah, yeah. no them a Snickers so. <laughs> yeah maybe we should eat more um <laughs> no i've noticed a trend you said something earlier about um when people say that their day has been great and the trend that I've noticed is when people say they've had a bad day, people naturally follow that rabbit trail down. But then, if people say they've had a great day, it seems like the conversation just pivots out into something completely mm-hmm. irrelevant. It's kind of an interesting, just simply an observation. But yeah,
2: and I it, it for me, and I'm trying. I I forget again a lot of forgetting today. <laughs> um, there's a book that I read, and in there they talk about like. I think it was a portion of um, essentialism in the book that I read. So the book's called Essentialism. Yeah. book. Yeah. What, hands down my favorite book ever uh, by Greg McCown. But in the end, I think there's a portion in there what it talks about, like let people, like you're okay, like saying no to things or telling people how you truly feel. Yeah. Right. So when somebody asks you about a, like how your day is, like tell them, let them know, right? Like, yeah, it's not always good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My day is not always
0: great. It's not relatable. People no. and people want to relate. Like if you walk into a room, if you're somebody who always walks in a room and you are confident and just gung ho every single time, people are gonna have a hard time relating with you. Yeah, that's not that's not real. And I think that's that's something we talk about with the new agent orientation. I always bring it up. Like when you're sharing your story online, especially, like you can always be you know optimistic, but you, life is is peaks and valleys. I mean, you're Mm going to go through hard times, but it's okay to be optimistic in those. It's okay to acknowledge when you're in one of those valleys. Matter of fact, if you're around a group of people that you trust, sharing that helps you heal. So a hundred percent. And I, we mentioned earlier, like putting yourself in positions where you feel comfortable. Like if you, if you're going to a networking event and you are dreading that networking event, don't go, go to McDonald's instead, go to McDonald's instead, <laughs> get some food. That's what uh, Sean, we know what Sean's doing next time. <laughs> and also too, you if you're in that situation, you are not going to be your true self. You're going to try to put on a front. Any connections that you make at that event are going to be disingenuous because or bring a you friend, are.
1: you can bring someone with or you who is, who makes you comfortable. There yeah. you go. Um, like I'm the guy, I don't, I, I love to be alone, but I refuse to go places alone. I'm not going to go out to eat by myself. Not going go to do it. I'm not going to go to a bar one. by myself. <laughs> not going to do it. Um, not going to go to a networking event by myself. Not going to do it. Like, those are just things that I just know that I'm not going to do. So yeah. I'll bring yeah. a friend and they can be my pacifier in a way. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. No,
1: 100%. <laughs> Watch those videos. I could see that. I was like, yeah, 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 that was questionable. could have worded that a little bit differently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need uh, to hear s- Swa's input on this stuff. Yeah, Swa, so how or, do you connect so quick? You were the queen oh, of, of
0: connecting with she people is, from is the get-go. the epitome well, of an extrovert. Yes, yes. For sure. But
3: I haven't always, I mean, I've always been an extrovert, but I kind of suppressed that. When I was younger, I did gymnastics, so I was just, I was a weird kid at school, honestly. So that kind of made me really want to fend for people and get to know people and how they work and why they work. But you kind of touched into vulnerability a second ago, and I think... That's how I easily connect with people. And a lot of times, the first question I ask someone, just because I think it's fun and funny, is I'll ask them their most embarrassing moment because I'll tell mine and I want to hear yours. And once you kind of get past that vulnerability, it's just so much easier to connect with someone. Bring I, the walls
1: down. From yeah. The mm-hmm. moment, first moment. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I like that. I've never, I've never been good at bringing the walls down. I mean, I'm good at bringing them down over time, but I'm like a, erode the walls away, not yeah. just like sledgehammer them, mm-hmm. but you're great at sledgehammering them.
2: Yeah. yeah, and that's where it comes down to like asking the right questions, yeah. like you talked about earlier, like Hugh who asked the questions, but in the in the end it's it's not to say how, but like what questions you're asking, correct? right? Yeah. Um, because if you ask the right questions over time, one, that's how you break that wall is by asking questions and letting them respond and having them be heard but it's not about you. It's about them. Like you are truly, yeah. when you ask those, like you said, you can ask five questions, speak five times and they love you mm-hmm. because you truly care about. It. So that's vulnerability. Does it asking the right questions breaks down that wall, but that's all the biggest thing you can do. And you talked about earlier is go levels deeper, right? So my, one of his partners, uh, Wayne, um, he teaches a lot of neuro persuasion is his thing. And so it's all sales, hack, but it's more so, like an LP, but it's it all it comes down to is asking the right question at the right time and going deeper on that response. And it could be later in the conversation. You can come back to it. Right. But it's always going levels deeper to the answer they give you. Mm-hmm. Right. So somebody says, oh, today's OK. What about it? Like what about it's not good or what about it is great? You're going a, a little level level level. I can't speak today. <laughs> can't speak, Level- can't think. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this guy, who left this guy in the room? <laughs> oh, I was not ready. <laughs> but yeah, just going levels deeper is how you slowly, you know, break down that wall. I've always, um,
1: so from a sales perspective, uh, there are different approaches, right? There's like the super obnoxiously salesy, dirty car salesman, used car salesman kind of approach. And then there's my preferred approach, which I'm not sure everyone necessarily agrees with, but my preferred approach has always been the more, um, I actually call it leading from behind, um, where I'm guiding them to the answer that I want without them realizing they're being guided there, I guess, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Commonly referred to as manipulation, per my my mom's dictionary. My mom's like, it's so manipulative. I'm like, yeah, but like- If it's done ethically, it's not. yeah. Yeah, so for example, all right, there's a closing triangle, right? And a closing triangle begins with a question, a closing question, right? And then in the closing question, they're going to give an objection. That's the top of the triangle. You have to answer the objection with a rebuttal, which answers that. And when you've been connected to people or you do connect with people, you start to feel the tendencies. A week ago, I called an action that took place yesterday, right? You start feeling that, that pull. Um, and when you start feeling that pull, you can start to feel the no, come Mm. and if a no comes the only reason a no comes is because you didn't further establish a relationship that was deep enough for someone to push through where they know like and trust so it should be your job then as a salesperson to feel the no sense the no and break out of the closing triangle and go back into building a relationship with someone and then you go back into the close um and those are things that uh people don't do like you know, uh, body language, body language mm-hmm. is so key in the human connection. It's not what people are saying. It's what are people actually saying? Um, cause I can, I can tell you anything, right? There's plenty of people who go out there and they'll tell you anything and then they go and kill themselves right after that. Mm-hmm. Um, you missed the entire underlying everything that they were going through. Um, You didn't ask deep enough questions. You didn't engage with them, whatever the case may be. Um, And so body language to me is by far the most important aspect of the human connection period. Um, And it's not just hands. It's micro expressions. That was something that I studied and started to teach myself when I was like 18, 19 um, was micro expressions and studying them and seeing what the untrained eye can't see. And, feeling the the responses and looking for those signals of lies and so on so that you know exactly what you're getting into and how to talk to that person and how to handle that conversation whatever so that they can't slip past you i guess
2: yeah and that's why like that's why we transition from like phone sales to zoom calls right because you can still get that and it's it's crazy to bring this up because People will, when they're not necessarily not telling you the truth, but they're not confident in the response that they give you, there's always a cue. They're all, they will do the same thing every single time. Maybe it's look right or look left, or maybe they, like yeah. wipe them like touch themselves like well that's not good <laughs> <laughs> rub their with, face or something children. right like <laughs> bite their li- whatever it is maybe you know move up in in the chair right like the voice on- the,
0: the voice inflection goes mm-hmm. up at the end yeah, yeah, yeah so
2: there there's um a lot of like you said micro cues that will come in play but it's it's really once you can get into that and and it takes a lot, right? You said you studied a lot, but it takes a lot of it's just paying attention, being intentional about not like actively listening and paying attention, not about thinking about what the next question is.
1: Yeah. One of the cool parts is though, once you learn it, you know how to mask it. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And so like yeah, like when you go into when you go into negotiation, (laughs) like There's nothing to see. Mm -hmm. Like there's, you know, most people when they lie, like one shoulder moves.
2: Yeah.
1: So don't move any shoulders or whatever. Like you, you start to know how to do it to mask it. And that's a really powerful tool. Mm -hmm. Um, Handshakes. Like when I did door to door Mm -hmm. sales, my sales were through the roof when I would knock on the door and then walk up and shake their hand. And I knew exactly how to talk to that person from that point from the handshake. Cause there's strong, is it soft? Is it? Yeah, there's different, different types of handshakes. Um, and you can break down the different personality and then you know exactly how to approach that person and say, all right, all they care about is the bottom line. All they care about is the features. They want to feel safe. Um, they're super analytical, whatever the case may be. Now, you know exactly how to lead that conversation then you ask the questions in accordance to how you need to lead it based off the personality you're dealing with. Um, And also, if you know the personality you're dealing with, then you can very, very, very easily start to make that connect point because there's commonalities between personalities and interests. Um, And so you can just quickly narrow the questions down to whatever those things are. Um, Yeah, it's a very in-depth thing, but it's powerful, yeah. extremely powerful. I would call that, um, sales 2.0 was using social, uh, social media and stuff to like gather information. Mm-hmm. I would call that like sales 3.0 of having all of the connection and understanding of what all those different things are to be able to get to another level of sales and a speed that you can never get to otherwise.
0: What do you do in a, and when you're in a situation, especially if you're leading a team or leading a company, if you feel a disconnect with either a team member, team members, what is it? how do you approach that if you feel that disconnect um, and you need to reconnect in order to to make sure that they're okay or they're you know finding out are they happy? What's wrong? Like what is how do you approach those situations um, when you feel that disconnect?
1: Ring ring, ring. Hey, what's up? You're on my mind. everything good ask. Yeah. Are they okay. Is there anything I can do for you?
2: Yeah. And sometimes it could be, you know, if there is that disconnect, it could just be something that like that, that time in their life, that they're like yeah, some personal that, event. That, yep. It yeah. could be something in their life. It, ha- it, it, it's not all about like disconnected with you specifically, but more so the state of mind, right. That they're in. Um, but if it is disconnected with you or the business or whatever, <clears throat> a lot of, employees get to that point because there's no growth in what they're doing. And it's like mundane tasks over and over. There's no, uh, and I was just talking this w- with uh, Camille Rose, my um, uh, productivity coach, right? Um, it's, it's, again, having a break for it, I'm going to, Oh, peak performance coach. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> she'll kill me. If I me. She'll, ki- <laughs> she'll kill me if I didn't cor- correct it. But we were talking about that too. And it was more so, it was more so of me and, and connections with all the things that I got going on in my life and understanding that, you know, connecting with you Kyle and you Swai and even Sean, like understanding, like when you guys are, when I'm asking task, giving you guys autonomy of doing the things on your own, not saying, Hey, this is how you do it. Right? So understanding that if there is a disconnect or they feel off, if it's not an outside like factor, Either one, your vision in their role is n- not clearly defined and they're just confused in what they are doing and they don't want to bring that up to you or they don't have autonomy and you're not allowing them to grow into mm-hmm. who they are in that position. Yeah. Right. It it's all comes down to being super. I mean, those two go together, being super clear and giving them autonomy to figure out the solution or figure out how to do it within the framework. Um, but the, the, the biggest thing that I've seen is it always mostly comes down to confusion in that role. Yeah. And you haven't clearly defined that one thing they're responsible for, um, as the visionary of the company. Right. And so, or the boss or whatever you want to call it. Right. So yeah, that's, that's what I've seen the most of is just, it's never, or they might just not be an A player. And like, they're that type of person. Once they get to a certain season of life, they're going on to yes, what they think is bigger and better things, but it might not be right. So,
0: I think connecting with because everybody has their own driving forces on what what's valuable to them. Is it making more money? Is it is it um, acknowledgement of their role? They did mm-hmm. they just want to be mentioned. They they're there for the position for the title, whatever it is. And not not none of this is wrong. Just people value different things. Is it. Yep the fact that they could t- to, to turn their phone off at five o'clock and just be done and be able to spend that time doing what they want to do, which, you know, what what is it that that person, I think if you get down to, there's a series of questions that you can ask and it, optimally you've already had those conversations um, with that person. So you've already tailored their reward system. And I, I think valuable work as well, I think is Malcolm Gladwell in, I don't know if it was outliers or tipping point but he talked about meaningful work is something where you have autonomy where you feel like you are working towards something greater than yourself and then there's a direct relationship between what you're doing and the outcome that you receive where you feel you feel that value um so i think as long as those boxes are being checked and they're being rewarded in the way that their personality type the way they are wired to to feel that reward is being fulfilled i think that's that's a good way to to reconnect with somebody um, because sometimes you may you may see somebody who's not happy in their work and you assume like maybe I just need to give them a raise.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You go to give them a raise and you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm increasing your salary by ten percent. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Do they hate? Like, <clears throat> I mean, they're appreciative, but you know that doesn't resonate with them. Maybe they just want a different role. Maybe it's they want to feel that sense of advancement.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I mean, it really depends on who they are and how they how they identify their success. Yeah, and sometimes people
2: sometimes people just need the okay, like the one on one time with you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so one of my friends every every uh, month for three days straight, he gets on with everyone on his team and just has one on one conversations for three days straight. That's all he does back, well, it's like three, whatever, however long it takes, right? On, everyone on his team has a conversation with them. But in that conversation, they know that they're allowed to have full autonomy of what, how the conversation goes. What are they feeling? Mm-hmm. What needs to change for them to get to the next, like allowing them to be with, without any judgment, right? How do you feel about your role? in this, like what you're doing, are you satisfied? Yeah. Are there things that you need help with? Right. Are you overwhelmed? A lot of employees, specifically people that are under you don't want to tell you that they don't because they don't want to look at it. Like they're not doing their job well enough. Yeah. So just the biggest thing, most, most disconnect from you solely because they don't know how to communicate. You're, you, you've never given them that space to communicate.
0: Yeah, I think it comes down to the, at an organizational level. Where do mm-hmm. you, in your organization or in your environment, in your team, what type of environment are you setting? What type of expectations are you setting? Is this a place, uh, like from day one, do they feel like they can talk about anything? Yeah. Can they? Um, I think that's something that, Sean, you've done really well with here is that you have honest conversations with your employees. And with your agents,
1: yeah, I feel like I've failed a lot, though. I mean, like Swai can tell you, she was the first one. There's been a lot of learning curves that we've gone through together, and um, a lot of a lot of uh, lack of clarity on roles, not not clearly defined roles, um, and a lot of uh, maybe just like autopilot, for lack of a better term. Um, and not enough hands on, like mental health check-in. Are you surviving? <laughs> um, and like, I, I have mental health check-ins with, with, uh, Leslie often cause her department gets destroyed. Yeah. I mean, they get yeah. hammered. Yeah. Um, but from, I there's been a lot of failure from my level, I think of ensuring that everyone is okay. And I think we try to, I try to do a, decent job of preparing like all right you think it's been crazy it's about to get crazier um but uh i don't know what's your take
3: no i think you're and we've not, talked you're not about gonna this get before. fired for whatever you say, <laughs> no. so
2: for 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 clarity purposes
3: and,
1: and
2: and and preframing what swy is about to say because i don't know what you're gonna say but <laughs> you have gone through a posi- point recently where it's like yeah. i'm you're you're feeling like you're not growing and you're not necessarily burnt out, but you feel burnt out because mm-hmm. no clarity.
3: So I think the last five minutes really <laughs> resonated with me, <laughs> but but not in a bad way. And, like, me and Sean have talked about it, and we know this. The cool thing about being the first employee was simply home. And Sean running the business is I was the first employee, but this was also my first big girl job. And so – me learning how to be an employee, um, and him learning how to be an employer. And I've said that recently, but it's just been something that's on my mind is if he's going to show me grace, when I fail, I always, I also owe him that to show him that grace because he has been anyone who really knows Sean just loves Sean because he is just a people person. Other than the other side of him, he is the king of the light switch. He can turn it on yeah. and turn it off really fast, but um, he's just easy to relate to because he does listen and he loves well. And so it's been cool to grow with him in that and also be able to have those honest conversations because I guess it's been a couple months now, but that was a really scary conversation for me to look at, my first real boss and hopefully a boss that I have for a long time and say, I feel like I'm not being challenged. I feel like I'm just stagnant and I'm not feeling growth. I'm overwhelmed. I'm anxious. How do, like, what do I do? Where do we go from here? And so he gives you the freedom. And I think a good boss does to try to find that solution yourself, but also assisting in that and walking with you in that. So I'm sure you guys can attest to that. Sean just kind of walks through the fire with all of us. And
1: yeah. Yeah. And we had like, we had several conversations though. Yeah. Like, I distinctly remember calling you one morning. I was driving uh, to work and it was like fog lifting off the grass. And I'm like, so what does the future look like? Because when we first sat down two years ago, she was in like take over the world mode and wants to be like marketing boss babe. That was how she described it to me. (laughs) Um, And then she was happy to wear the 55 and a half different hats that she's worn over the last two years. Um, But now I'm like, I'm starting to see that like more clear path of like, yeah, this is what she loves. It gives her the ability to be creative, but also allows her to have that more analytical side if she wants it. Um, and the sky's the limit. Like we're all going somewhere big. It's what's that Sheryl Sandberg quote. Um, I'm not a huge Sheryl fan, but, um, (laughs) if someone offers you a seat on a rocket ship, you don't ask which one. Um, Uh, and it's like, we are, we are a rocket ship. We're building a rocket ship all together. It's not a Sean thing. Sean couldn't do this alone. Um, but we're building a ship together and everyone is in charge of their piece of the ship. Mm-hmm. And we're all going to take off together. And that's it. We either all take off together or we all blow up together. So mm-hmm. hopefully everyone's doing their job, really, is what it boils down to. Yeah. Um, what was it? Um, the Patriots locker room. Um, best coach, Bill Belichick, love him or hate him. Yep. Clearly a phenomenal coach with his record. Obviously, Tom Brady's probably actually the better part of that situation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Clearly, clearly. (laughs) Um, But (laughs) in one year out. Yeah. (laughs) Inside the Patriots locker room, there's one slogan everywhere and it's do your job. Mm. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Do your job. Do your job. Do your job. And that's it. Um, And I think, you know, people need to be empowered. The problem with America is Extensive. But um, <laughs> but one of the problems of America is the fact that for so many years people were drilled to get good grades, go to college, get a degree, go work a good job, retire, die. Um, and people, in my opinion, aren't designed to be just like locked in a cage their entire life. Right. In my opinion, everyone should have the freedom to make decisions and have that that flexibility to control whatever they can control. And hopefully if they demonstrate, uh, you know, good decision-making and so on, they can then control more. Um, But then at the same time, not everybody wants it. Like that's one of the hardest things that I've struggled with is like, I have a very take over the world mentality, Um, but not everybody has a take over the world mentality. And that's okay. Because if everyone had a take over the world mentality, you would never have employees. Also, if you have a socialist country, you'll never have employees either because <laughs> you can make more money sitting on a couch. <laughs> um, and, and we're starting to see like that taking place where people are not coming to work. Like unemployment or what? Imp- there's uh, uh, tons of jobs yeah. and yeah. nobody wants to go work with them. Yeah.
0: We're also seeing the side effects of not connecting with people. We I are. Mean, yeah. the Like are. being alone all the time ha- it is a negative, a net negative. I mean- you what, need, yeah. we were, we were designed, created to, to interact with other human beings, yeah. connect. I think, to connect. To yeah. connect. And I think if you can master that, whether it's something that you have to read out of a book, whether it's something that you have to just get out there and find out what works, what doesn't write a list, right? Where you want to be. If you think of like, when you are the happiest, where are you get specific, say, you know, it's at my friend's uh, house on a Friday night when we play board games get that specific. If it's just like, I like to go those Wednesday night. <laughs> <laughs> it is Wednesday night. Speaking of, I gotta go. Um, <laughs> Literally. But if like, if you enjoy going to bars, but only rooftop bars, because you like the view and you like the breeze and you like that, that vantage point, identify what it is, where you are your best, where you are your best and connect with people in those moments. If you can control it. And that's only, only way you get to know that is if you, Researcher yourself, or just do it, but you have to connect.
2: Yep. Yeah, and going back to like the Swi situation, like I literally can picture it was one of the orientations, and we were talking. I'm just like, "What do you want? What do you want out of this?" Like, what, what? you you had told me that she, you you went to school for journalism, right? Mm-hmm. Like
3: in business. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. And she had to throw that. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> super smart. <laughs> Can't help it.
2: Right. So when you told me that, I'm like, "All right, well." She's not doing any of that. So I just asked the question. And that's how a lot of this came about, right? We interviewed you for different for editing. Here we have Grant now, right? And like we after you really got specific with Sean and myself and even kind of like what you don't want to be doing, you don't want to sit in a computer all day in yeah. front of one, right? That's so editing's not your thing. I just love <laughs> for talking fun, too yeah, much. But <laughs> Right. But if we didn't have those conversations, you wouldn't you may you may at some point, but it may have turned into that disconnect, the true disconnect where you weren't coming back. Right. Like not saying you were quitting, but it would be harder to get you back into Mm -hmm. a connected state in the business where you feel like you're growing in the route that you want to. Right. But even that we talked about clarity, you weren't even super clear on that. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's just those tough conversations. It wasn't even tough, but those conversations of dive, we, we talked about it multiple times. And I
3: also took responsibility for the fact that if I didn't have that, and I call it the main conversation because we did have conversations leading up, but like the main conversation where we're like, okay, we're, we're at a road. We got to pick a direction to go. And so, um, oh my goodness. Now I'm suffering from (laughs) loss of (laughs) Loss of a drain of thought but uh yeah. yeah. they say there's
0: <laughs> no side effects
3: <laughs> i right. know it's contagious at this no point side. <laughs> all
0: right I, I think at that point we we're going to wrap it up for this episode on on connect is there anything you want to any last things you want to say sean brett swy anything you want to leave the the listeners with one piece of advice one piece of uh, just a takeaway that they can take with them. Somebody who is maybe struggling with connecting or wants to get better at connecting.
1: Get better at listening. Get better at putting people first. Get better at focusing on hearing other people's stories and you'll build your entire network.
3: Yeah, it's never comfortable. I'm an extrovert and still sometimes I get anxious and nervous going into conversations, but that's where you grow the most.
2: Yeah, and I'll go back to vulnerability, understanding that. Everyone's going through the same thing in their own right, the same thing you are. Mm -hmm. You're not alone. So being vulnerable and allowing yourself to get things off your chest and tell people how you really are, really answer questions how you should. Right.
0: I think if you it's really it's really easy to get caught up and feeling like you're the main character of your own story and mm-hmm. everyone else is they're they're the the extras and the people that don't even they just they just have one scene in your entire life if we start treating people as they are the the lead in their own life and we treat them the same way we treat ourselves i think we can learn a lot yeah love that okay mm-hmm.
3: thanks guys later
0: later bye, bye. <laughs>
3: Hey guys, it's Swy. Thank you for joining us this week and we really hope you got some useful information and we made your day a little bit better. If you're interested in joining the movement of realtors getting their time and life back, check us out at joinsimplyhome.com on the browser, at Simply Home on socials, or in the description. See you next week.